Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And it's another hotly requested episode today, isn't it, Henry Bretts? It is. We're doing Murray. Incredible. Murray, it's... Uh, would many people have not heard of this suburb? Uh, I, I hadn't heard of it until probably a year ago. Yeah, we're keeping it. We actually got a little bit of... I think it was one of your sister's friends was saying, are you guys getting worried that you're soaring through mm. recognisable suburbs? And we were like, yeah, we are a little bit. Um, we're <laughs> so, we're concerned about it. Absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're pretty, once, once we got through like Tawong and Indrapilly and Ascot, I was like, oh, geez. So, so what's Murray up to? So like, I mean, full disclosure, we're recording this on a, it's a Saturday morning. Mm. We've got a pretty, we won't release it till later, but we've got no. a busy week. So we're just going to do it. Loose episode. Suburb, yeah. no one really gives that much of a fuck about. Stakes are pretty low. We can mm. muck around. Heaps of activity going on upstairs lots of, lots in the Dwyer house this morning. Yeah, my sister's clearly doing some sort of monologue and mum's decided to shut every drawer in the house. <laughs> it is a Saturday morning tradition. It's famously cartwheel Saturdays for the Dwyer's. <laughs> and there's just uh, people, there's lots of I think someone's carturing. Yeah, yeah, there's the, a carcher. pressurised hose. That's just going on in the background. So what we're a not sponsored by carcher. Are you carcher or Guernsey? Uh, We've always been my, a I, My verb is I am carturing something, even if it was technically a Guernsey. Yeah, they rip your skin. Really? I remember, I think Dan I've always was... wanted to be shot with one. Yeah. <laughs> That's your like choice of death. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Firing squad. A very, squad. very slow firing squad. That I'm like, am I drowning or being shot by the carcher? So, yeah. And also, um, well, I guess today we wanted to open the episode with a little bit of a big announcement. A little bit of an absolutely enormous, dare I say, the biggest announcement of the last... 20 years of Brisbane history. Mm, this, this could be a uh, game changer for our podcast. So mm. everyone knows, uh, John and I, we record at Joe's house mm. underneath, the uh, in, down in the basement um, and in Grange, lovely little spot. Mm. Uh, but we thought, you know, as a podcast that likes uh, inserting itself into real fabric of Brisbane, uh, we thought it was time to take the podcast to the next level. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is time for our big announcement. The Unpacking Brisbane studios have found a new home. Not unlike how its hosts have found a new home, mm. uh, we are moving in together. We are moving into a house situated on the one, the only, Caxton Street. It's got to be the most <laughs> iconic street in Brisbane. We can see Suncorp from our studio. We can see the Caxton from our studio. And we're not going to reveal exactly what the address is. Yeah, we're not going to actually dox ourselves. We're not just going to be like, yeah. Like, it's an open door policy to our friends, but not all of our listeners. But it is going to be on Caxton Street. If you thought the pod was already dripping in Brisbane, just you wait until we are physically in the heart of it. And I, I did want to say, like, this isn't... This isn't a bit for the podcast. This isn't something where we're going to like be like, oh, here we are live from Caxton Street Studios and like playing crowd noises yeah. in the background and stuff. We are like 100%. Jack, Joe and I are moving to Caxton Street. In almost and, exactly two weeks. And suitably, uh, we actually thought for this big announcement, we'd bring along the third member of the Caxton Street Studios. Jack Hardy himself is here. Well, hello, hello. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, mate. It's an absolute pleasure. Anything, It'll be home soon. We won't be, you'll be having us. Well, that'll be the great thing about being in Caxton Street is I assume we'll just set up mics in different points in the house. Yeah, yeah. And if we say something <laughs> funny, just turn it on, mate. This is an episode right here. Yeah, mm. it, constantly recording. Yeah. So <laughs> we I mean, reveal Jack saying something horrendously <laughs> racist and leaking. I think the Truman Show approach to yeah. podcasting has a, a lot of uh, yeah. Don't expect scope. any privacy in our house, fellas. I will have cameras and microphones literally everywhere. Because Jack, you're comedy. Jack, you're currently at Tagum. Yes, so. a, a suburb. I hope that you guys are yeah, you yeah. Can cover in the mm. in the future. Oh, top of the mm. list, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have so much to say. How Sorry. long does it take you to get to the city from home? Well, generally, I've got to sort of water the horses before I leave, <laughs> and then uh, it's about a two days. Well, trip. I hope you. I hope you. I hope you. Taking them to water. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. you know, teaching it to drink. What's the saying? You're not... Take, uh, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Oh, but when they're in Tagum, they need, yeah. they yeah, need they a need big filler. You said watering <laughs> horses. I thought you meant like a plant for a second. I was like, Jack, they're not going to drink if it's just pouring on its head, mate. Well, that would explain the, the rate that I've gone through horses, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, really, thanks for clarifying Dehydration that. of horses is yeah, something we do want to address. Uh, only the hardy household. But in all seriousness, it's about a 45-minute drive. 
apartment. On a, hey. like, yeah. on a good, on a good you're day. You're kidding me. So you'd be pretty excited to be moving into... Oh, so excited. Mm. It's, it's going to feel like you're living in, I think, like almost a different city. Yeah. Like, I'm excited because I'll be in the heart of the action, but... You know, Wilston to Caxton Street is like a ten-minute drive. Mm, like it's yeah. it's a, it's different now. It's walkable, but gee, forty-five minutes just yeah. incredible. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like we have, so we've got yeah. As as Joe said, you can see Suncorp Stadium from our front incredible. deck. Incredible. NRL kicking off very soon yeah. again. So while Even there won't be there's the no crowds, crowds, we'll be well. We'll be the crowd. We can sit on our roof or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, and yell, which mm. the lease specifically said we're not yeah. allowed to do. <laughs> Apparently, back in the day, whoever lived at uh, this house used to sit on the roof during games because Suncorp Stadium hadn't been built up. Mm. So you could literally... This is years ago. This is like in the 70s, but you could literally look into Lang Park from the roof of this house. Mm. And so we were like, you beauty, we'll have to do that great tradition. Crack open the lease. They very specifically say, do not climb on the roof without the owner's permission. And we're like, I wonder why. Imagine if we got the owner's permission. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, absolutely. I don't know who put this in the lease. It's funny. (laughs) We'll just start building a rapport with them. A lot of people have actually said to me, they've been like, oh, oh, that'll be a shocker for noise on game nights. Mm. And I was like... What do you think that we'll be doing on game yeah. nights? <laughs> yeah. like, hey guys, it's the preliminary final. Who's ready to get in bed by? Eight? Yeah, as if Come we're on. asleep. Yeah. yeah, like the demographic. It's like we're all you know young mid twenties <laughs> yeah, guys. It's like twenty something men aren't going to be like, oh, it's game night, nine p.m. Fucking keep it down, Corio. Yeah, it's like the the, the Walter White approach of being <laughs> like, you think I'm going to be kept up by the noise, Brisbane? <laughs> I am the noise. Literally, I'm the, I mean, I expect we'll get a noise complaint called on us in the first three days. But if there's anywhere but, in Brisbane where oh. you're not going to get it, who's moving to Caxton Street? And he's being like, oh, well, I really hope it's nice, quiet and peaceful. And before we move on, I will will just say that, like, uh, I don't think it's giving away too much information about us because of the side. We're giving away the side of the road we're on. Um, But not only are we. So we have Caxton Street at our front. Yeah. um, But then in order to access (laughs) the other side of the home, you have to go through Cricket Street. So our two roads are Caxton Street and um, Cricket Street. So this could not be a better spirit. Getting a text from the agent saying, hey, mate, yep, good to inspect. Just park up in Cricket Street. (laughs) I was like, you're fucking kidding me, mate. We we, we literally (laughs) saw this come up and we were like, and the three of us were looking to move out for a long time and then we saw now guys don't get too excited but there is a place available <laughs> on Caxton Street and we were like oh they could this place could be an internment camp could be charging deck. 500 a week yeah. we, we have to do it for the content <laughs> it's incredible but yeah incredible housekeeping and uh, the Caxton Street studios will be established soon boys I have an apology I actually have two apologies this week to move to a different uh, bit of housekeeping mm. first one is my tweet related apology uh, yeah. I two days ago published a tweet about the amount of people who were rollerblading in Brisbane uh, unfortunately, I published that to my private account, Joe Dwyer, rather than my account that is dedicated to all things Brisbane. Mm. Henry called me out correctly, and I just want to make it clear, if I have a Brisbane joke ever again, it's going on the Unpacking Brisbane account. So, yeah, feel free to survey Joe Dwyer's personal Twitter yeah. for any mention of Brisbane, because, yeah, I was upset. I think... Yeah, well, also, I know you've... There's a lot of tweets that you, Henry, were going to do that you put on the Unpacking Brisbane page mm. instead of your private, and, and I couldn't uh, put, stand up. Put the that. brand before yourself. And yeah, Jack, that goes to you too, mate. Jack, I, don't yeah. any, I don't want to see any tweets on your personal Twitter. I want them all coming through Unpacking I just, Brisbane. Yeah, I don't want to see anything from you. Yeah, no, well, that's... <laughs> be quiet. I, I'll, keep them all, I'll keep them all ready, mm, ready nice. to feed There's, to you. There'd be, some, uh, there'd be some terrible notes apps to find because Jack and I used to just sit around drafting tweets. When you think about mm. the shit that's on our actual accounts, imagine the ones that didn't make the cut. Yeah, I do remember you guys being like, while you're both on, on exchange together, yeah. being like particularly active on Twitter. And I was yeah. sitting around being like, I guess there's long bus trips. Well, literally, stuff. it's whenever I was on a plane and turned my phone on airplane mode, I'd just draft 10 tweets. <laughs> but they were all very specifically about planes. I was like, Ryan Air, who's his brother? Jeff Air? Tweet. Well, we didn't have a TV. So it was yeah, like yeah. sitting couches so opposite each other and yeah. going, all right, well, let's entertain <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> <We're okay." laughs> I mean, speaking of TVs, though. Uh, oh, well, very big news, um, and it's why this episode is going to be a bit fast and a bit loose. Yeah, we got we got to get through this because uh, we actually do need to go and buy a TV today. So it's I'm so mean, excited! <laughs> this episode is Saturday morning. It's fucking freezing. Oh my god, how cold has Brisbane been recently? I really oh, hope mm. when this is released, uh, it's not like a heat wave. I'm wearing jeans, bro. Literally, you guys are still in shorts, which is annoying. And why? But I mean, we're in shorts and sweaters. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, Henry, but uh, <laughs> I actually run pretty hot. Oh, okay. you're kidding? So, and I run hot. Do you you run hot? No, I don't. I run normal. So the running hotters in the yeah, Caxton Street studios hotters. are actually going to oh. be outnumbering the coldies. That's true. So, so if we ever want to punish you, Jack and I can just kind of steal your hoodies. Yeah, <laughs> take your jumpers and hug you real tight and you'll burn. And I will. Yeah, that's um, I hate that so much. No, it's Please right. don't. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going right, to let's pump through fucking Murray, Murray I guess, yeah. so we can go and buy a TV. Woo! 
And it's Wikipedia Wig Out, and I don't think it's ever been more important because this is a suburb I know nothing about. So I'm relying a lot on the Wikipedia page today, Henry. Yeah, I will say that, like, I looked at the Wikipedia page thinking, we need to go buy a TV. Hopefully there's not enough here. There's actually a fair bit of history in Murray. incredibly detailed. And, mm. and just briefly on Wikipedia suburbs things, I was looking up the Wikipedia page for some suburbs in London because I was wondering where the East End was. You're not starting stuff. a rival podcast, No, 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 I'm not starting on packing London. <laughs> Let's London! <laughs> Hey everyone, there's a new episode of Let's London out. It's about crumpets. Love London, love this. But yeah, um, um, but no, they're, they're they're incredibly short on detail, and I crack open Murray, and it's very detailed. But mm. we will ask the traditional question to kick this off. Yes, Jack, I believe you have a question for Henry. Henry, oh, what do you think the population of Murray is, <sighs> fellow? Um, for the integrity of this program, yeah. I have to admit. I saw the population oh, this time. I couldn't. I, I saw the work, but it was a very short. It was just population is, and then it was there. So I, I couldn't. Oh, it's, I believe it's 4,303. Or, or, as would be better pronounced, yep. <laughs> for 303. Oh. Don't trust me. Well, I guess the listeners can trust yeah, me d- because well, you, I told you that I saw nice. it. Nice. Don't trust a Joe, but do trust a Henry. <laughs> Great integrity. Fuck bring 303 oh, back. God, they were Where fun. are they? Also, what's, um, what was their incredibly insensitive lyric that is still the funniest thing? Oh, Shush, girl. Yeah. Shut your lips. Do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. No one's getting away with like, that. Oh. I actually remember being listening to... Oh, the vegetarian l- lyrics. Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> the vegetarian lyrics. God, they geniuses. A, tell your boyfriend, boy, if he thinks he's got beef, that I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. Oh. I actually do remember at the beginning of um, when that song was a hit, listening to like commercial radio yeah. and then someone calling in and, and it was like a got an older woman and she was just like, oh, I'm incredibly offended by the Helen Keller line. She had an amazing career. Do 303 have the slightest idea about what that woman achieved in her life despite being blind? And I was like, I'm going to make, make a gamble that they don't. Uh, I think 303. I reckon 303. <laughs> they were too busy collecting their Nobel Prize for literature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> genius wordsmith. They really, they really strike me as a band that never overthought a thing in their life. They're like, black dress, tights underneath. Yeah, continue. Here's the thing on that lyric. Oh, sorry, Jake. No, you... Well, I was going to say, my old boss, um, I used to work at Levi's and oh, I, I brought up... Very, you should wear more of their clothes. Yeah. So we know <laughs> very 303 vibe. Yeah. Yeah, Jack has like 14 pairs of jeans. Yeah. I tell and, you, and you I won't have room for them. <laughs> Two at a time. And I brought Double up 303 it. one day mm. at work, and she said, I, I went and saw them. They were my first gig. <laughs> what oh, the that, fuck? Now, now, cool first gig, cool and, first gig. And she said, yeah, it was great, but they just played off a laptop. And I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, sure, there's artists out there who can play off a yeah, laptop. Like Flume, sure. I don't think 303 is one of them. Oh, no, they're no. like, they're... There would be some sort of instrumental element. Well, they're, they're not like fully electronic songs, really. No, like, there's guitars and drums. That, like, like Mall Grab playing off a laptop. It's like, yeah, sure, this is heavy techno. Three hundred three <laughs> isn't. The other thing about no. three hundred three is that, is that is like so lazy. They, they, so they were like just they were always a little bit off. Like they kind of came yeah. up with these guys because it was like black dress with the tights underneath, and you're like. There's hotter things than that. Oh, God. But there are hotter uh, outfits. Yeah, like, that sounds like what, corporate wear. I tell you what's uh, hotter than that black dress with no, no tights, tights under it. <laughs> like, that is, uh, I would rather see the legs. Or tights, you. no black dress. Yeah. Make Mate. a call. Yeah. Or black tights. Cold. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, like, yeah. Let's, just, let's just think. Well, they were guys who ran cold, so were always very obsessed with the women in their songs being warm. Well, they were, and then there was like their other song. What was that? My first kiss went a little like oh, this. Yeah. And twist, and I remember that playing at school dances, and everyone was like, "I'm Should living, we kiss? I'm living this." Yeah, like that no, was always definitely. a good little push. Did your first kiss go a little like that? Um, well, what do they describe it? It's like my first kiss went a little like this, and twist, and twist. I don't think I would. I, I didn't don't think twist. I was twisting. No, no. I never twisted. I was just like, I think I was just going absolute jackhammering on it, like the tongue. It was probably. I, was like, oh, I just heard that you meant to put tongue in in the first kiss, so I think I literally was just like. I was. I was just like, uh, oh, this is what this feels like. And knocking teeth. Yeah. Oh, but, knocking teeth is a very. I think I had braces when I had my first kiss. So mate, the way my tongue, my tongue, I just, I just have a vivid memory of my first kiss. Like my a tongue. basilisk. I was like Davy Jones. <laughs> I was like, that's over here and kiss me. <laughs> I just remember Teo Cruz's dynamite blasting, oh, blasting yeah. in the background of the that probably came of out the what, year when nine you guys social. Were in year twelve or something, right? 
Oh, no. <laughs> no. You old men. I was about I'm... 35. Yeah. <laughs> Still going to the dance. Yeah. I was two years old when uh, Dynamite came out. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes. This is very quickly becoming a throwback music episode. I couldn't be happier because i got nothing to say about Murray. No, I, but, um, but back to the... Back so, to Murray. Sort of on the, on the population mm. side of things. Jack keeping us on track. I love it. No, no. well, Murray, I was actually surprised when I looked at where it was located. Outside geography is just so... Oh, bad. legit same. Yeah. I looked at it and I was like... I. This is not even close to where I imagined it was. For the mm. record, it's like near Morningside. Yeah. It's not that it's, far it, away. It's quite, well, coming from Tag, might call anything inner city, but yeah. it's, it's, it's more inner <laughs> city than I thought. Like the CBD is Nunda in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Now, they don't have a high school in oh. Murray. They've only got a primary school. Oh. Sharp contrast to Cooparoo. Yes. Now, Joe, so I'll- did they get to enjoy Dynamite and 303? I don't, no, oh, no, no high school dances. Oh, out if there. it was there at the blue light. Oh, but see, yeah. I mean, Actually, should I enjoy? Me. Yeah, there at the blue light with your ice and everything. Talking <laughs> a lot about blue lights recently. Now, don't trust. I, I gave Henry the population question. Joe, yeah. I'll throw you the population of the primary school question. Actually, oh. I'll throw it, I'll throw it out to the floor. In Murray. Yes. I'm. I think it's got to be tiny. It's got to be like what three fifty four hundred. Right. So that's your guess, Joey. What's guess, yours, Henry? Hen? I'm gonna go lower, even like two hundred. Seventy-six. <laughs> what? Seventy-six students. Seventy-six 76. students and eight teachers, five full-time equivalent. So it has the biggest country school energy. Holy shit! And it's like a fifteen-minute drive it's like, from the city. Mate, it's like seven minutes from Oxford Street. It's tiny. That is bizarre. That is hilarious. Oh, and, you'd be very close with everyone else. Mm. And there's so many schools around that it's it's like Mario is like, nope, we're staying no, in we're our suburb, yeah, yeah. and we're, we're teaching all three of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of the inverse of like Cooper not having a pub, so you had to leave Murray's like oh you never have to leave despite the fact we have literally nothing here 76 gee that's so there's like basically 10 per year yeah mm. god that's Th- weird reminds that- me you guys it's, that's a, that's like a game you show. know Rainworth in like Barton uh-huh. that little primary school always has a tiny population as well Right. I have nothing else to say about it. It just reminds me. Okay, that, cool. that doesn't surprise me, though, because I, I feel as though people who live in Barden, they sort of subscribe to the click of yeah, Barden. Yeah, and you're true. like, well, we're going to Rainbow. Well, of course we're going I to I just Rainbow. never thought of Murray being a click, no. but I guess maybe they don't, you know, they want to be near the, the horses and whatever. Because, like, it is, yeah. it is constantly surprising that I will, because I grew up at Belimba Hawthorne. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drive a little bit out of, you know, go pick up some fish and chips or something from the fish factory, which is pumping again is after in being Murray? burnt down. Uh, in, in Murray Way, down Lytton Road. And yeah, you're literally driving past like Sushi Train, Oxford Street Cinema, Riverbend Books, drive for like what has to be another few minutes and it's like, oh, there's a horse. Yeah. It's the, it's the strangest well, sensation. That when we were driving to the dump and you have to go through like mm. Morningside and then you get to, what well, the dump's in Chandler, right? Yeah. It turns into what looks like rural Brisbane at the drop of a hat. And as you said, a 76-person yeah. school is very oh, that rural. Is, that is country, country. But, um, but on Murray on the Wikipedia page, it has two distinct neighbourhoods inside it that were both once suburbs, which is insane for a tiny suburb. Oh, right. Uh, real Ashgrove of the southeast. Mm. Uh, Queensport. Oh, yeah. Huge yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, we're landing at Queensport. Yes. Type energy. But the more interesting one, Gibson Island. Oh. Which is no longer legally considered an island, but no, it fucking looks like one. Well, I'll leap ahead here to yeah, give uh, us some Gibson Island some stuff. Genuinely interesting history. So Gibson Island is actually Brisbane's Lost Plague Cemetery. That was Lost oh. Plague Cemetery. Wait, it's, wait, like they forgot where the plague cemetery? Where's was. the plague cemetery? Oh, there it is. Oh shit! I, lost I, it. I did. I had to do find my <laughs> did cemetery. You, did you leave something at priest last night? Yeah, I think I left my plague cemetery <laughs> in 1900. Gibson Island was used as a burial site for some of the victims of the bubonic plague epidemic. Oh, right. So modern, you know, yeah. modern Rona, parallels with modern, the you know, COVID-19. I suppose that's why they were so concerned with mm. keeping the death toll in Brisbane down, because they've already yeah. filled up Gibson yeah. Island. Yeah, there's no, there's no room. Yeah. It's like, sorry, your grandma's died of COVID. Ever been to Murray? There's an <laughs> island that you'll absolutely love. Oh, don't worry, guys. If we get the bodies of the dead onto Gibson Island, five <laughs> of us can go to the pub this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Queensport. Queensport, Yeah. So due to concerns, um, so they were, they were put on this island because due to concerns that the bodies of the dead, um, weird way for a factual page to say that, the mm. bodies of the I dead. I suppose also the dead bodies. Yeah, or just yeah, like they the deceased. Trying to meet a word or the deceased. The deceased. Yeah, could infect the living. So there was an, oh, an, oh that's a bit zombies. zombies. Yeah, oh, that's we're talking cool. zombies. We're talking Speaking of zombies and pandemics, I saw that apparently COVID-19 has uh, crossed the blood-brain barrier, which is the first step in a virus creating zombies, is a blood uh, virus. 
virus going into the brain. Was anyone a little let down that we didn't get to I even slightly gonna... zombie stage with I, coronavirus? Yeah, <laughs> when we all thought it was going to be an apocalypse, I was like, oh, I'd be cool if there was, I was some pretty ready to cricket bat some motherfuckers. <laughs> now, Joe, when you say it's the first scientific stage, is that a, is that a scientist who's gone now? <laughs> now, if there was a zombie virus, this is now obviously how it's going <laughs> to happen. Absolute boffin who'd like watched World War Z. He's like, now these are the steps that need to happen. So um, there was initial reluctance to bury the dead in normal cemeteries. Cremation not being available in Queensland at the time. Had we not found fire? <laughs> no, they literally got started. <laughs> what? No one had an oven yet. We didn't have an Aldi. Well, fire pits are only allowed from yeah, this month. True, so true. Yeah, that, yeah. that is a long-standing law. That is insane law. that fire pits have been illegal up until two weeks from now. They're like, oh, I want to burn grandma. It's like, only if you're eating her. Because <laughs> it's cooking. That was the law until that. <laughs> Cannibals were fine. Everyone had massive, like, wood-fired pizza ovens that they just cremated their grandparents. <laughs> trying to, you're trying to burn your grandma because it's what she wanted. And the council are like, what's this? And you're like, oh, we're turning her in, into a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> grandma always wanted to be served with a confit of garlic and shallots. It was her last wish. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Combsley Plague Hospital had been rapidly constructed Fuck. in Morningside to handle plague victims. The dead were transferred by boat to Gibson Island for burial. The bodies were wrapped in sheets, soaked in carbolic acid, and their coffins were filled with a mix of quicklime and water. Sounds quite nice. Um, oh, that yeah, had that the sounds like, like a good sort of like spa treatment. Had the effect yeah. of killing microorganisms. <laughs> microorganisms. Henry, <laughs> Micro- you turned on by the plague, mate. Tell you who else has the effect of killing microorganisms. Old Bretzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the only orgasm you get with me. It's a micro. It's a micro orgasm. Yeah. yeah, you come here for a major orgasm. Shit out of luck. Well, it feels like a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sneeze can give you one eighth. I can give you a quarter. Mm. Well, it's hard when you have when someone orgasms and you go, "Bless you." It's like, oh, that was it. <laughs> They all goes them and they're like, ah, oh, that was almost as good as a cup of coffee I had this morning. Anyway, enough about my disaster of a dating life. Yeah, and more about a disaster of... Also, how funny is the term plague? Explain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> saying, like, like <laughs> pandemic, pandemic, okay, sure, like, virus, whatever, or, like, disease, which is what it was. But plague just has this, like, biblical terror to it. Like, fine. So imagine telling your friends, like, I'm working at the plague hospital. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost a bit fun. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it adds like, a sort of like story fictional element to what is, I assume, like lots of beloved Brisbaneites dying. I'd say it's got a similar sort of thing, uh, sort of connotation uh, to the word pillaging. Yeah. It, it, it's like you think, you, you don't think people burning houses down. No, it's a, a funny, medi- any medieval connotation yeah. to a word well, the, the is thing about funny. P- the weird thing about pillaging is it always comes with raping. The, body- <laughs> <laughs> the, the authorities carried out the burials quickly and family members could not be present nor visit the graves. The number and location of those graves are now unknown. The policy of burying the dead on Gibson Island was subsequently changed as it was felt to be inhumane. Most of the what? deaths How occurred... How Gibson Island? Be? Oh, look at this though, Joe. Oh, yeah. Most of the deaths Not occurred... Jack, look at no. this. No, sorry, Jack. I've got a blindfold on <laughs> for everyone playing along at Close home. Close your eyes. I was going to do a bit, but now we've stepped on it so much, but it was just going to be like most of the deaths occurred because people were sitting within 1.4 metres of each other on the, oh, on the Dwyer's deck while eating croissants. <laughs> <laughs> just, we, just, we just got in trouble for that by Joe's mum. We got an absolute spray. <laughs> and Nadine, for... you're 100% correct. We don't yeah. want no bubonic yeah. pla- plagues to be breaking out. And Nadine, it's incredible that the virus knows that 1.51 metres uh, can't touch us. Yeah. So it's amazing that they figure that out so The virus neatly. gets to 1.6. It's like, ease off men. Ease <laughs> off men. Hold on, fellas. Hold. It's 1.5. Hold. hold. 1.49. Attack. <laughs> Loose arches to the front. <laughs> virus <laughs> invade. Oh, that's incredible. So like Gibson Island nowadays, it looks like it's connected to Murray. Hell yeah, But bro. it is weird. I didn't know there were islands of any variety in the Brisbane River. Like, it's kind of... It's a very European thing to have your big river and then just a random buttfuck nothing island in it. Yeah. Should we buy an island? I'd buy an island. Because we're going to have Caxton Street Studios. Do we want to have our, like, our, that being the White House and we have a camp oh, David? Oh, that'd be good. I wouldn't mind it. I'd like an island. I looked into it. Private <laughs> islands aren't like... <laughs> Yeah, ages ago. You know when there's news stories about like, when we were so Jack and I are on realestate.com and you're just being like, hang on, fellas, I'm just gonna see if we've got islands.com. Buy an island.org. <laughs> but you know how it's like, oh Johnny Depp brought a private island, whatever. Mm. You can buy private islands for like six hundred thousand dollars. Mm. I suppose they, the, they suck. Yeah. And you need a boat to get to them, but they're not that expensive. The issue is you buy the island and then you go there and you go, right, well, I can't live. No, yeah, no. And I think that's the there's a whole of bunch of plague corpses. Hope you, hope yeah. you got a yeah. Oh, that's a twist in Castaway. He was like, this is the island I bought. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I bankrupted myself doing this and now I'm stuck here. Um, so there we go. Um, so Murray, Murray generally, it's it kind of is for the buttfuck nowhere idea that is attached to it. It actually has a fair few major roads that kind of yeah. link it. So it's bounded to the southwest and the west by Wynnum Road, Creek Road, the Cleveland Railway Line, Lytton Road, Combsley Road, yeah. which was formerly Chemical Works Road. What happened there that made them change it? I'm suspecting some sort of chemical works disaster. Oh, I'm going to mm. say it was a PR stunt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. like, well, usually when there's a disaster, they had, like, you know, Hiroshima's um, nuke street yeah, was actually one of the yeah. hot spots of the Sh- city, but they're like, we should change this. Chernobyl's reactor avenue, they're like, change it, change it, change it. <laughs> That's like half the plot of the HBO show is changing the name of uh, chemo. <laughs> Weirdly, the street that the World Trade Center on was called 9 11 Way. And everyone was like, <laughs> Which, sh- how did you know? And they're like, enough questions. Don't ask. So then, but the final road that yeah. is uh, that, that connects it uh, is Barack Road. That's oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Presidential uh, road. Maybe maybe he named it when he came to Brisbane to provide us the opener for this show. Yeah, when he specifically when he, when he sat in our mm. land room and said, when oh. they arrived, they advised I should drink some Forex. <laughs> I have Obama. I have a very quick Obama story. Oh, um, yeah. just on it. So at work, um, it, we, we did our like uh all staffer update on Friday and I was the one going to announce it. So everyone in my team sent me their notes and being in the promotions team at a a radio station, um, you know, I got all the promotions we were doing for the next week. So I'm sitting there and I go onto the the Microsoft Teams call and they're like, all right, Henry, and what's happening in promotions? And I run through, I was like, oh, we've got this prize for, you know, the Big Brother promotion and Articulate is a new game we're going to be playing on Wednesdays for the breakfast show, da-da-da-da-da. And I go, and the final promotion we're doing is a new game called Llama or Obama. Okay. Everyone goes, all right. And I was like, so the game is that Lutzi, one of the breakfast show hosts, has purchased a llama that he's keeping in the backyard of his house in uh, in Hendra. And um, what they've done is they've got the llama, a sound of the llama being like, uh, 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 and then clips of Barack Obama. And the idea being listeners have to call in and guess whether it's a llama or Obama. And then if it's like a pr- the prizing being you can like win some time with the llama or blah, blah, blah. But the better prize yeah. would be win some time Spend with some Obama. Time with Obama. Yeah. Um, so I like- couldn't, couldn't hook that up. So I just sell this. I'm absolutely giving it. Anyway, the uh, brand and promotions director on the call just comes in and goes, hey guys, sorry to kill the buzz. This just isn't true. Uh, turns out that uh, Abby, my team member who had written me the notes for what promotions <laughs> I needed to say, had completely stitched me up. <laughs> just invented this Obama- <laughs> and I had responded to her email being like, hey, um, this Obama or Llama thing is awesome. And she's like, yeah, really good competition. That We're is looking forward to it. Oh, so and I have just earnestly sold this fucking thing. <laughs> oh. Being like, I guess they're going to get the Llama to be like, yes, we can. Democracy requires compromise. But Obama does not <laughs> sound, sound like a Llama. I was like, is it racist? But yes, I got fully stitched up at work with my Obama or Llama thing. If they did, if Barack did sort of get the street named in his honour, mm. yeah. I think the people that were that were sort of commissioning that must have gone, oh, we hope he doesn't know that it's near Chemical Road. Yeah. Point. <laughs> like, we, we hope he doesn't know what M- Murray is. Especially going with awkward all- that it was near Drone Strike Road. Yeah. Obama's going through and he's like, oh, geez. Yeah, hey, he's like, well, I uh, didn't know uh, when I bombed that wedding. <laughs> That's my Obama. Well, he, probably, he would have thought that it was, you know, a really nice, prestigious suburb. Yeah, he's, he's got this, this beautiful road named after um, him. <laughs> Henry, while you're on Obama and Llama, here's some other ideas to stitch you up with presidential-themed games okay. for Nova. You could do Reagan or Tagum, which is <laughs> clips of Ronald Reagan and clips of residents of Tagum, and you have to guess which one. But both very into supply-side economics, <laughs> yeah, both, That would be quite <laughs> bizarrely conservative. Or my preferred one, Clinton or Winton, was it set by Bill Clinton <laughs> or Tim Winton in one of his hilarious oh, books. That was great. Very fun. Games. Lincoln or Sinkin and it's us just sinking beers at Catch and Strip Studio. It's either boys sinking beers or four score and seven beers ago. Oh, um, no, so uh, or Trump and asshole. Oh wait, there's no difference. Oh, Trump and a filthy orange cheater and a dirty president who cheated against Hillary. You know, um, you know the ending of Animal Farm. Mm. I saw this great quote the other day that was meant in Spoilers, earnestness. sorry guys. Yeah, I was just about to start <laughs> Quite earnestly, I yeah. bought it the other day. Um, but you go ahead. Animal Farm set in Murray. Um, yeah. No, there's a great quote the other day that I think it was meant in earnest, but someone was talking about Trump and they were like, remember the words of George Orwell? They looked from Cheeto to man to <laughs> Cheeto to man, for they could not tell the difference anymore. 
just the funniest thing I've seen that for ages. So yeah, anyway, that's back to the Wikipedia page for Murray. Here's a big one: the Gateway Motorway passes big. through ah, the suburb. Big. big. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say something's big without drawing out the word. Big. big. Small. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Jack. I don't really think that I want the gateways running through my suburb. True. No. Are you a bit of a NIMBY, Jack? A bit of a not in my backyard? Well, that's what I was going to say. What The, mm. the uh, Morningside people were the NIMBYs when they were mm. dragging the dead bodies through Murray. <laughs> yeah, it's like, very much. But, oh, not here. Yeah, it's, oh, actually, to be honest, I don't mind what road they put through Tagum. Yeah, as long as it helps. I mean, it probably helps you. i, I got to admit, like... As long as there's a road, I, have The gateway other. motorway always fucks with me because it's weird you can get, in theory, from... Like Hamilton Northside to Morningside quite quickly. Like it really yeah. ruins my geographical perception of Brisbane, knowing how quick it is. Like, like for you, Henry from Belimba, where you used to live, to get to the airport. Well, I was knowing say, that's the, the, not long fucks with me. The concept of everyone being like, "Oh shit, we probably need to leave us a lot of time to get to the airport." Yeah. I was always like, "Airport's fifteen minutes from my house." Yeah, it's bizarre. Well, well, you're still late when we went to I Carl. text it once I've landed, turned airplane mode off, I'll text, text my mum and be like, I've landed, and she'll still be waiting at the front for me once I get through, even on domestic flights. Jeez. I think my bigger issue with it mm. is that not now not knowing whether or not you can get onto the gateway from Murray. No, you can't. Oh, you can. Oh, oh okay. God. Well, that's that's ruined my yeah. thing because I thought it would have been because Murray's <laughs> quite close to the river. I thought I thought you got it. like the you got to look up the skirt yeah. of the gateway <laughs> as it as it passed over okay, your you suburb. One way bridge. I was like. Jack, um, how do you think bridges work? Because um, <laughs> well, most of them, you can that, go both ways. It's like that LA thing where it's like, oh, it sucks to live under a freeway. Oh, that's, that's what like I was thinking. Like I see what you mean. You'd have to go to another <laughs> suburb further yeah, south true. to get mm. on. Yeah, but okay, no, I if you no. can get it's on from Murray, like, I take it it's back. It's kind of like mm. how I love, you know, the bit in Kangaroo Point really close to the tip. Awesome, great place to live. You have to go really far back to get onto the Story Bridge. Yeah, Like living under the Story Bridge is actually a bit inconvenient. No, true. Tough life for some. Yep. Uh, you heard it here first. Living under a bridge sucks. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> now, scoops. Now, speaking of four score and seven beers ago today, what serves beers, fellas? Pubs. Pubs. Ah. Super roundabout way to talk about the Queensport Hotel or the now Queensport Tavern, which mm. gets quite pride of place in this Wikipedia page. It. It's, the Wikipedia page says... The hotel claims it was founded in 1864, making it one of Brisbane's oldest continuously operated hotels. They're a bit cagey, I think so. Because the Wikipedia page earnestly seems to doubt the sincerity of that date. They don't say it was founded. It's uncertain when the Queensport Hotel was established, but they claim it's 1864. What are they they saying? This is like the pyramids in a way. (laughs) We don't don't know whether humans built them. I'll say it here first. I think aliens built the Queensport Queensport Hotel. Hotel. I think aliens got to Earth and were like, all right, Pyramids, Bermuda Triangle, Stonehenge, and I feel like Murray needs a pub. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were they were thirsty after they yeah, built all the Aztec after. temples and all oh, of that sort geez, of stuff. That was a pretty big day in Egypt, guys. Oh. That sphinx head didn't carve itself. <laughs> uh, should we go to I don't know the other side of the world in this Southern weird swamp ever? area? <laughs> to, uh, well, it's like the thing we assume aliens like these genius, incredible species. What if they're just the least ambitious people in the world? Like they've. They're already on Earth and they're like, all we really wanted was a pub mm. set yeah. up the Queensport Hotel. Which is interesting because it was constructed for publican Martin Kavanagh. And we all know that oh. the Kavanaghs oh. know exactly when they've had a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Martin Kavanagh in 1864 be like, well, I like beers. I've always liked a beer. I enjoy Sometimes a beer. I've had too many beers. So, it is quite curious that they don't know when it was made. That is, that is very, yeah, that is very, well, very Well, so Martin Kavanagh was involved and aliens are involved. Are we saying that Brett Kavanagh... Supreme Court Justice in America uh, and uh, alleged naughty boy is a... Uh, that's how we're putting that's it. That's how we put <laughs> it here. Alleged sex offender. Yeah, too. <laughs> um, you know, maybe he's an alien. Maybe Brett Kavanaugh I has alien blood. Me. It looks fucking weird. Yeah. He's like, in his calendar, it's like, do assignment, uh, go to party, uh, invade Earth. <laughs> it's like, these calendars are just so thoroughbred. So- oh, he's such a funny guy with invade Earth and probe everyone. And it really works <laughs> into the case. They're like, he's like, of course I probe, I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, shit happens. Um... That is... That's about it, I feel, from the Wikipedia page, which is... The only other thing I've got here is that, um, which is somewhat interesting, Murray, um, Brisbane's two newspapers, ah. the Courier Mail and the Sunday Mail, are both published at News Corp's printing facility in Murray. So now we know the Courier Mail's oh. offices... Uh, where they're written and the journalism hub is in Bowen Hills. Journalism used very loosely. Jo- yeah. Relation to the Courier Mail. Here's one for you. Is it true or did you read it, it in, in the, the Courier Mail? 
Yeah. yeah. Dab, 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 dab. Oh. Get him. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was interesting. They they pr- and I drive past this place a bit, and can you, you smell see, the ink, Henry. I can smell the news. I can smell mm. the um, I can smell the right wing like, bias. Is, like, is it like in movies with like newspapers, like all the president's men, where you drive past and you try and buy out all the newspapers so no one gets the story that day? I'm probably like get- a scandal about you. Well, this is funny. I'm probably getting this wrong, but I'm hey. pretty sure my mum because they used to publish university yeah. marks in the paper. That was a big thing, you know, long yeah. before. Glad long they be- don't anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's <laughs> hear it. My parents be like, oh, so I cracked open the paper and found out I got a four. I'm like, I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> well, well, dad used to say that he would drive out to, I think it was out to Murray yeah, to the printing be. and they would release the first batch of papers <laughs> and all the uni students were there and they'd like zip through to find their marks. I, I, I'm assuming it had your student number, not I your I think it was name. number, not name. Wait, um, or maybe, past not, the I age. feel you like could, they might have. You could smell the news. Mm, that smells like a six. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, God, so that, that would have stressed me out so much. I also don't want to get up and drive to find my marks I don't even get up I don't even stay up till midnight to read them and I was like up past midnight I'd just like look the next day when the text came through the marks come out on midnight they used to. Yeah, they. they oh, you really? get the text between midnight and six or something like that. Uh, Admittedly, I'd naturally but go to sleep at three, so not a, yeah, not a huge burden. Also, yeah. I was under the impression that marks didn't count until at least 1995. Yeah, no, that is correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, every, yeah, judging, everyone was a doctor before yeah, yeah. Judging by every commercial lawyer who's like, well, I got fours and everything, and now I'm a partner. And it's like, yeah, well, it was fucking good for some. Oh, like the fucking Chief Justice of Queensland was like giving some speech, and she was like, yeah, I hardly made it through law school, fell ass backwards into my law degree, wasn't that interested in it, and sort of just like found my way into just a became a solicitor and now I'm the chief justice of Queensland I'm like there are kids having panic attacks because they're getting like, fives yeah, like, the way that our approach to academia has changed <laughs> is just funny. so different but yeah so yeah they print all the papers out there okay. and you and it's bit, oh you know it's like oh shit guys low ink we gotta we yeah. gotta, I need more I need more ink because you know you know when you're printing your assignment. You I'm know when you had to. I'm a bikey without enough tattoos. Yeah, I need more ink. Oh, <laughs> Jack's picked up on something. Else. I thought you were making like a roundabout one of um like if there's a fish and chip shop there maybe like squid ink. Or no, I was literally speaking. You know when you're like trying to print an assignment and then it's like oh yeah. shit we're out of ink. That would be stressful. And then I took that comical moment and applied it to how stressful that would be for like that would be stressful. Oh shit! I think the Wi-Fi right, is not connecting to the printer. We can't. No news. Today. Also, there's no news. There's no news no. because oh, it's like, that would imagine, imagine the next day you got a news would... agent. It's like oh nothing must have happened overnight. It's like oh no the Murray oh, no, printing news. press Wouldn't just ran weird? out of ink. Do you think though like so do you get what I was trying to say? Yeah. Like? yeah. But do you think <laughs> imagine if there was one day where no newspapers were printed and like the ABC News website went down? Is there news that day? No. No. No news. No. So it was just no news. No news. No news. Mm. All right. So if the, if Maori stops, world the news world stops. stops. If a tree falls in a forest and no one hears it, exactly, and no if one turns it into paper and prints it in a newspaper format, yeah. didn't really happen. The answer is no. And then I said, "It's not my erection; it's my St John's wood." Thank you, Sit Down Comedy Club. Contemporary Murray we're talking now. Ooh. I will say it is a random suburb, but it's one I've spent a bit of time in. That's that's good. I wonder if this is your Arana Hills. Maybe like yeah, you have a lot more experience with it than I. Well, have. my earliest memories of Murray were we spoke about the Gateway Bridge, but they used to do the bridge to Brisbane, so they would close the bridge once a year for Does a it start essentially a fun run. Well, no, it would start. I can't remember where it started. Maybe you'd start on the other side. I'm trying to think. Because by this stage... British Brisbane's only 10k. Though, well, I think you start on a Kingston Smith Drive area. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere out there. And then you cross the gateway. And then you... I couldn't tell you shit about the route of the Gateway Bridge. Mate, this, does, run, this does make a lot of sense to me because you go over the Story Bridge and then you finish... I think you go over both bridges. And then you finish at the Ecker. I was under the impression no. you ran down Hale Street. Now, none of this is lining up whatsoever. <laughs> okay. No, that ch- it changed years later. I think oh, Bridge it's Bridge just an this was definitely back in the day when the Gateway Bridge was utilised for it because it was a hu- it, for my parents especially they were like this is a huge deal that they close the Gateway Bridge which for a long time was the like you know the gateway to a I mean that's better bridge. Bridge. they do cross three bridges Henry mm. now you can tell we're all a bunch of fit young lads yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that we are purely speculating on the Bridge to Bridge but absolutely none of us can wade in with a oh yeah I've run it I've done well we didn't we walked it admittedly um with Dad's oh, work and we got shirts made and everything. But it was that was a quite a big deal when the um, gateway, the second gateway bridge, got built. Mm. Now, Henry, I've just looked up the history very quickly. What you're thinking of is its original form, which was bridge to bay, which finished in Manly. No, in I... its form where it finishes in Bowen Hills, it has always been run, starting in Kingsford Smith Drive and ending in Spring Hill. I oh, know that that's the one I did. Um, How does it go to Murray? Because you cross Kingsford Smith. Because you cross the bridge. When do you cross back? Over the Story Bridge, maybe. I don't know. It's quite long. 
It's only 10k. Should I don't know. In man. that case, it would be called Bridges to Brisbane. Bridges to yeah. Brisbane, yeah, or like Battle of the Bridges. It's and literally ten like decades. I don't know, man. I, I've, I didn't. <laughs> Did your parents just make you? We need run to buy a TV today. <laughs> I was thinking about. It I don't know. We your, parents, my par- your, your parents made you run a couple of laps around your suburbs. It was like, fuck it. Tell them it's the bridge to Brisbane, mate. Every <laughs> oh, time, in with every fact check you do on the bridge to Brisbane, <laughs> that's another great Kogan TV that JB Hi Fi have <laughs> sold that the three of us aren't fucking getting. Enough mm. on the ten k. Oh, it's no. It started in Lytton. What? Yeah. Lytton Road, so yeah, that's where Murray is. Yeah, but no, starting Lytton, the suburb. What? Which has to be near Murray. Yeah, I think it's yeah. neighbouring. You're not that wrong, but it's not the Gateway Bridge. It's the Sir Leo Helsher Bridge. I'm pretty sure that is the Gateway Bridge. Is it? The this is a, Sir, Sir Gateway didn't work <laughs> oh, quite oh, as well. Oh, get ready to have your mind blown. Yep. It is, because it's, it's not technically called the Gateway Bridge, it's the Gateway Motorway on which it is the Sir, Sir Leo Helsher Bridge. There you go. So, like, ah, thank Story you very Bridge much. and Bradfield Highway. So, Henry, um, apologies, you're, you're largely right. Thank you very much. Here we go. Yeah. Largely right. Take largely the small correct. wins when you can get them. Small wins. You, yeah, ta- you well take done. Well done. It was a good run. And I, I mean, to yeah, circle so back, opening a second bridge was a massive... Remember that? That was a huge bit yeah, of construction. Because uh, uh, it, it used to be a two-way bridge, and now they're two bridges, each one way. It's like, you can, twin, you it's can like the can two towers. <laughs> also, how steep is the gateway motorway? It is oh, so... Staggering. It terrifies me to this day going up it a bit because I'm like, I'm clocking like 90-odd... Powering mm. up this. If my engine hard in a fails, manual, you should try it in a manual. Oh, yeah. ma- not in a million years, man. Well, I can't drive one. <laughs> I'm not going to try it in a manual. And they famously take a million years. To <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit of a stinge. I avoid the gateway. Oh, I, I always the go the no oh, tolls you, route. You're yeah. no tolls, man. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy your three hour drive home. I mean, you're, uh, at the end of the day, anyway. your drive home is going to be long anyway. So. Yeah, why would I spend money on <laughs> well, <I> time? <laughs> there, was a, there was a period Love in my podcasts. life, a quick period, where I was seeing, I was seeing a girl who was. Um, <laughs> living in um, <laughs> a brief period that would never be touched again, Henry. Well, was, sure. it was, uh, it's it's just occurred to me <laughs> that the girl is a girl that both Jack and I had um, feelings for at the same time. Oh no way! Who yeah. lived in like that side of area? Katie Anderson. Yeah, that's yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> this is last week. Um, but, <laughs> this is Malibu last week. We're talking about just so Jack and I don't get into uh, we, that. And let's not undig an old hatchet. No, um, no. But there was a, a girl living at Can that. You both put down the guns. And Henry, do you always bring a knife to podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. I was pulling out of your back and put it back in my pocket. Anyway, not to dive into that. But me living at Belimba and her living like just off Kingsford Smith Drive. It was always very tempting with mum and dad's account attached to the e tag. Yeah, to just jump across the gateway back and oh, forth. I mean, I've always uh, driven in my parents' cars, like not had a shred of doubt of doing a mm. Clem 7 or a gateway. Oh, if it's, I it's hadn't, there to be used. If I hadn't yeah. completely ruined that courtship uh, within like three weeks, my family would still be going bust. <laughs> 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 Thank God old faithful Bretzy fucked that one up and <laughs> saved, up with his saved the e-tag. A good bit of money Patented micro-orgasm. Nothing if not like, consistent, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you and I could see this going somewhere, but the e-tag, it's just too much. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. Why does my car beep when I go under it. Where's the noise? It's not you. It's also not me. It's the e-tag. It's hey, this is awesome. Do it's not you, it's me tag. It's throwing me $15 for the past three weeks. It's about half hey, the e-tags. It's been great. Just getting, just getting the e-tag. e-tag invoices. Being like, this was fun. You're like, I technically up. registered the car in your name, so you get the e-tag invoices. <laughs> Unlucky. It's not you, it's me tag. That's <laughs> great. It's tag of the episode. But yeah, no, certainly the gateway does hang over Murray. Um, Henry, one of my only experiences with Murray, like you clearly had a lot. Mm. Probably my only one is there is a national hockey centre there. There is. With a bunch of absolutely massive hockey fields. Now, I played a lot of hockey growing up. I would say I dabbled in what at the time were considered some vaguely feminine sports in water polo and hockey. I had to toot my own horn here. So you don't just look like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah. I don't just get called lesbian Harry Potter in Dublin. I actually follow through on it. But tell you what, hockey has to go down as I feel like it's the most dangerous sport I've ever played. Really? More so the rugby league at Arana Hills? Far more so the rugby league at Arana Hills because you can see a tackle coming. You know you're walking out to like get into contact. Not rugby league when they're playing an away game at Coomera. No, but, no. But, <laughs> yeah, but rugby yeah. league at, at Arana Hills, yes. <laughs> um, but a hockey ball is heavier than a cricket ball, bigger, 
And particularly if you're young, people will just give it a whack and it will smash you in the face and feel like it's broken everything. Oh, mm. no sticks above the head means nothing to a six-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, mate, I'm going for a massive swing no matter who's in my backswing range. Is that the oh. rule, no sticks above the head they try oh, to I think It's, it's, it's like above the shoulder. shoulder. Um, oh, okay, and it's it's your swing can't go yeah your above. swing can't yeah, right. yeah, because like I mean the classic injury is someone standing behind you and you go for a massive swing and you knock their teeth out yeah cool. like as we see with Tiger Woods when he gets it a bit wrong and knocks out his caddy yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a huge backswing but yeah the hockey center there is absolutely huge I just have so many memories of mild injuries because as Jack says no one's fucking listening to no swings above the head. It's quite a yeah. Do they use it during the Com Games that area? I think it's quite. I think so. Like it's, it's a. It's quite a modern hockey centre. Mm, I've heard it's very. Australia's good. really good at hockey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Oh. Yeah, we're good. We probably don't get enough. What's our team called? Like the hockey. The hockey, hockey Yeah, I think it's bro. literally the hockey rose. The <laughs> Everything they're just like. If it's a sport that doesn't have that much media attention, just fucking whack rose. Yeah, on fucking it. soccer. The rose. equestrian rose. Yeah, my, uh, the badminton <laughs> rose. <laughs> Which really brings some confusion yeah. when all the other countries have brought horses. <laughs> <laughs> the equestrian the equestri ruse. Yeah, the, the race that stops a nation because all the kangaroos are boxing each other. <laughs> all right, and over this one. God, the synchro- synchronized swimming ruse, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, synchronized swimmer ruse. Synchronized swim- oh, the, the archer oh, ruse. The archer ruse, that's cool. The um, disco ruse. Oh. Makes it sound like the disco. Mm. The disco ruse. The disco. <laughs> the athletic <laughs> ruse. <laughs> Don't trust a hoe. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh. So. So you were good at hockey or? Uh, I think I was underratedly good at hockey, but I played for primary school and we didn't have enough blokes to field a full male team. So I played on a mixed gender team against all women and tell you what, the mums and dads who came to watch didn't didn't like the look of it. No. It looked no. pretty weird for some young blokes to be shoulder charging your daughter. <laughs> and the only explanation is they don't have enough other friends who want to play hockey. And unfortunately, all 76 students from the primary yeah. school nearby yeah. kind of had one mega team. One massive team. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's, mate, never want a game. <laughs> they don't need a high school. They all go to the AIS for hockey. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm so hard. Yeah, Absolute six, freaks at Murray. There's these fucking, like, yeah, X-Men-style hockey mutants. Yeah. So, like, we take them out to Murray where no one asks questions. Oh, I wish I could change colour. I could just play hockey really well. It's a real Charles Xavier's school for not that gifted mutants. My mutation is I'm very good at badminton. It's like, well, unlucky you were born in Australia, mate. That sucks. Your hockey coach just being like, you're a bunch of mutants. That's how good you are. I think we're just good at hockey, man. Absolute freaks. It is funny that some athletes, like, obviously work really hard in their lives, strive for success, and then a commentator will just be, he's an absolute freak of nature. He is a mutant. He's not human. Human. It's like, oh no, I thought I worked pretty hard for this. Homesley Beach Reserve, Joe, yeah. you've written down. Uh, I used to go there as a kid. Now, I think this is one of the most misleading names mm, for an area. Almost beach. as misleading as Paint and Skater. Um, It's literally just called the Murray Playground, like colloquially. It is a kid's playground mm. that they have called a beach reserve. Is it at the beach? Is it a mud flow? No, it's, it's a, uh, if anything, it it's It probably muddy. has about two metres of A lot of people sand. take that. There's a dog park area I think there, it might be near there where they run people run their dogs around under the gateway bridge yeah mm. yeah it's I think it's a bit south of that but like my issue with it is like can you imagine like telling say telling your wife for your honeymoon it's like we're going to the beach we've yeah. got an apartment <laughs> at the beach as the Colmsley Beach Reserve you go to some house in Murray like it's just a fucking lie <laughs> yeah we also have sp- our post, our post formal at school was at Pinkin Bar, which is oh, obviously on the close, other side of the close. river, but like pretty mm. much neighbouring yeah. suburbs. Mm. And if and it was in the backyard of like a mud flat, and I can't imagine bringing a child to anywhere yeah. near that. <laughs> no, God, and I'm assuming it's the same sort imagine, of. Imagine so murdery about a mud yeah. flat. Yeah, imagine living in southeast Queensland, but telling your kids that's what a beach looks like, oh. and then at age ten you take them to Noosa, <laughs> and their mind is fucking on the floor. Like, this was 45 minutes away. They're at Southport. It's no Combsley. <laughs> nah, Combsley Beach. Why's the sand not so that. white? But Henry, you know our, what's our, what's our playground? Well, not ours. Your and uh, Joe Karen's playground rating system. Mums. How many mums? How many mums? So oh, it's zero mums being bad park and ten mums because you go mum, mum, when she tries times. to make you leave. I reckon this is a solid seven mums. Interesting. It is good. Oh. It, it's big uh, catch, so to speak, is it has a massive fish mouth that you can climb around in. I looked up a photo of it. It doesn't have a slide, but oh, I so you're talking young- like a big constructed 
So it's like fish. a massive fake fish. Uh, it's not real. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, they've got to replace the bluefin tuna every year. Yeah. It smells every day. Environmentalists are all over this place. <laughs> Environmentalists, like, they're, they're keeping him. alive <laughs> this fish so the kids can crawl In just it. enough water that you could go through its gills. It's but like Pinocchio just, up here. I just remember it feels so fun because you feel like, um, as a kid who went to church a lot when I was young, Jonah Noah. Whale. Oh, no. jo- uh, Jonah, that's it. Yeah, Noah, Sorry. Noah, Noah did, made the ark, mate. Yeah, it was on. an ark. Oh, just had, oh, come on, Jonah. You're like, oh, of course, the story of um, Judah and the 30 pieces of silver. Yeah, the big whale ate Noah as well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he ate the arm. Well, that was the problem. He had to have two of every animal. Yes. So getting the whales on getting deck the whale, was hard because yeah. they all died. Well, well, one of the whales ate <laughs> so the So Greenpeace were absolutely <laughs> against Noah's Greenpeace ark. Greenpeace say, knock, knock, Noah, open up your ark. I'm very grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> two of every animal. Sorry, yeah. fellas, you're going to need another sea shepherd if you want to get on this ark. <laughs> yeah, 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 only two, guys. We come in pairs. But yeah, no, it felt very fun to doing like a Jonah and the Whale bit when I was like four years old. Well, I wonder if that's some sort of uh, wink at the fact that, as I thought was very weird, um, in Queensport, uh, there is an aquarium. So that is a, weird. There is a aquarium- Is it just like in op- a guy's house? The current location is Aquarium Avenue in Murray. It's got a zoo, oh. an aquarium, dance halls, and other entertainments. Dance hall? I, I did not know oh. about this place. That's cool. That's Isn't there, wasn't there a Metro Mouse thing out there, though? Well, like, that, well that's what I was going to bring. I was going to say, like, that, that is a modern-day dance hall to me, is the Metro Mouse. Well, Metro Mouse used to have their... I would say it was almost their flagship location was Zach's Bistro. That's right. Zach's Bistro, which... So, it's a bistro in kind of the industrial area of Murray, yeah. which is most of it. It's a very commercial Oh, I mean, um, there is a Metro Mouse heavy. area not in industrial. That is a good point. But yeah, That's Zach's Bistro, I think it was, it must have been the year 11 semi. I feel like for All Hallows was yeah. the first time I ended up at Zach's Bistro. Now, it wasn't, it, it wasn't huge. And they went to really no effort to de-bistrofy it for these parties. So, oh, so it looked like a bistro. You'd be in there. There'd be the Metro Mouse DJs doing their thing of the and like lights and shit going crazy. Yeah. But then there'd just be like two people hooking up against like a toasted sandwich machine, <laughs> <laughs> like, or, or, or a jaffle machine yeah. in a, in a factory seconds fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, now guys, I absolutely love hooking up with young babes, but does anyone have a carbonara on hand? <laughs> I'm bloody hungry. That's Zach pops out. I do. <laughs> Hello. Oh, Mamma Mia! Hello, I am a Zack and this is the Babistro. Why are all these 19 year olds a fingering? Why are you fingering a cruise? Why are you a fingering in the Babistro? Because again, I'm trying to make a Babistro. I just wanted to make a toasted ham and cheese. I'm a Sicily, and all I want to do is finger. Please, more BLTs and less to finger teas. Zack, a famously Italian name. It was short for Mario. I don't know how we got my Italian friend, Zachariah Goldstein, famously Italian. <laughs> but the please, do, would you like a Powerade? And they're just so fun. See, all the Metro Mouse events I went to were, were like in pure warehouses. Like they would look like they were built for this shit. This was this That's was so, early Metro early Mouse. Days. I imagine to have that deal going. With but I think these were the loosest stuff. parties. Like I oh, remember, definitely. and because it was Marie, which you know, not so much for Balimba, but for most suburbs, that was quite far away. Oh, I'd feel like buttfuck. Well, there way. was a motorcade of parents' cars with yeah. just like the radio <laughs> on. You could just hear like Radio Six Twelve echoing yeah. at the party because <laughs> every parent just sitting there listening to talk back and being like 2am I'm calling it 2am I'm calling it I'm dragging them out what's this empty oh, Mount Franklin bottle I'm yeah. fun <laughs> what's this empty Powerade bottle with what smells like gin vodka rum and a splash of apple juice because <laughs> that's what alcohol is when you're 11 <laughs> um, yeah Zach's Bistro was loose man that's that was in a my fun mind, party in my mind there's one rogue dad because like that's always the thing that like posts and stuff just the crew of parents sitting outside like one cool dad listening to Powderfinger you're like oh I wonder whose parent that is he just they're like Working Get security yeah. <laughs> Being like I'll check your backpacks And then just he like Giving it a beer and- That'll be fine He knows a beer And he's like Bitters mate yeah, Good on you <laughs> What I like or to do Is I like to give my son 18 rum and coke Pre-mixes Because at least If I know what he's drinking yeah. He won't drink <laughs> any At least when he gets His stomach pumped I'll know exactly How much he had to drink <laughs> If I smell A sniff of vodka In that stomach pump <laughs> yeah. I'm I gonna deal be with very my, angry. I could deal with My son's death I just don't want him Dying a pussy What was that Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mark. Your your son died. He drank far too many guava cruises. So he's like, <laughs> oh, he was no son of mine. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, we got the notes wrong. He, he died drinking uh, double rum and cokes. Oh, good bloke. Uh, <laughs> good bloke. <laughs> I got something for the eulogy. Then that's handy. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was loose time. Fuck, it was a loose time. What were, what were your guys' thoughts on like? What very interesting. This is something that my I think it was my mum was quite thing on of like. 
if you go to the formal or a semi with someone, you stay with them the entire night of the party, even if they're simply just there as a friend, even if someone you don't know. And she sort of saw it as like the height of inetiquette to get with someone else at a post when you went with... But I always just well, went to the no. semis with my friends, Someone's, like one of my best friends, Jess. My dates mum probably should have told them that etiquette as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because your date famously got with Zach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. Mama he owns Mia. the business. Mamma mia, this, this is a statutory rape. <laughs> Jack looking at his date getting with a five-foot Italian man who's going, look, I know I wasn't a looker in year 11, but how is that any better? <laughs> now, see, my, my parents definitely had the same thing, but I remember... I remember distinctly, I think it was the year 12 or Hallow's formal post. Uh, my day, because I didn't know her super well, it was just sort of like a going along as like, yeah, love to. Um, explicitly told me at the post, like, oh, there is no need for you to hang out with me. And then I hung out with your sister, Henry. Oh, cool. It's good fun. Ah, nice. Yeah. Where was that? Uh, someone, oh, like real butt fuck nowhere. Someone's house. Zach's oh. brother's bistro. Yeah. <laughs> it was at Mario's bistro, which ironically serves Israeli food. Uh, they just can't get it right in the Zach family. Well, Zach's, a, Zach's a bad uh, man. But Henry, I noticed there's something you want to talk about with contemporary, and it's a little something about learning to drive. This is where I learned to drive. Not a whole lot on it, but I felt like Murray was the epicenter for the south side of learning to drive. Fair. Lots of big warehouse car parks, lots and lots of roundabouts, pretty empty during the weekends. Yeah, when so I it actually at the map it really Murray, became like it's a, not dense. No, so it became like because there was no one there working on weekends for the most part, just this like really felt like a purpose built here's every situation you can run into driving, roundabout you know, uh, and all the other ones. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this was <laughs> turning left, and um, its brother and in arms yeah. turning right. But uh, it was yeah. So indicating. did you guys? You guys never went out there. I learned to drive in Stafford. Okay, and I was Brisbane Entertainment Centre car park. Yeah, right. Right. One. it's just See, a, a when, ring. when I was at car park. Car Annoyingly, park you level. did it when Harry Styles was on. So <laughs> yeah, not much drive. Learned a lot about traffic. Yeah, it's just like mass killing, not a terror attack. It's Jack Hardy learning to drive. <laughs> Ran over twenty six people. Well, I had three driving lessons, and then I didn't drive for two or three years because oh, the driving like instructor well because the driving instructor would yell at me oh, every true. single time that I missed a gear change and I'd never hopped in a manual car before. This was the three three first oh, hours of my start day. with the dro- uh, instructor. Yeah. Oh rookie error. No, I did my first twenty hours with my parents. Oh, I don't think I bought in instructors until the fifty hour mark. Yeah. Yeah well that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. My, the instructor for me was like fine tuning me so I can pass the test. Mm. Um, teaching, did a great teaching to the exam. Now we all we all got our P's first go. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh good. Yep. I think yeah. I had three non. I think I had two non-fatal errors. I had critical. Took them anyway. If you had a fatal error, you'd have blood on <laughs> your <laughs> hands. Like, no. Now, unfortunately, errors, now, unfortunately, both- you killed two people. But um, you know, three's the limit. So you, <laughs> had, oh, sorry, you only like, got two. Like, non- yeah, you have fatal two errors. non-fatal errors. Uh, they're both rendered paraplegic for the rest of their life, but not fatal. They're talking. <laughs> they're still alive. <laughs> and it was a bizarre sense of pride getting it first time because you yeah. don't want to be one of the peasants that gets it Huge. second, third. Oh, right. everyone tells yeah. their kids, like, it's okay, you can fail the first time. Ah, uh, it's fucking yeah, alpha it's- to get it the first time. The one I did fail though the first time was the. Learners get the learners one. The same, on, that online. Same. So I failed that, and I'm in my head being like, I'm never getting the. Or like piece. the, or like the written one. Or that written yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely. I failed that by like, I got like thirteen out of twenty. I mm, bombed it. I, think I, was I didn't study. I was like, I know the road rules. I got there. I was like, I absolutely. I've seen cars. <laughs> I remember it was also quite stressful. I'd finished my test. I was walking in with the instructor, who was just very stern, as I imagine most instructors are. Yeah. Oh, mine gave me a wink. I knew I'd pass. Oh, oh. you're you're in there, but we we're in we we're in the elevator. And then you two <laughs> <laughs> And. Like- Trying to just start a bit of conversation, I've said, "Oh, like how long you've been doing this?" He's like, "26 years," <laughs> and I'm like, "Shit!" And to which I've gone, "Oh, a lot of, a lot of time to be putting your life in a learner driver's hands." And he goes, "What? Do you think my life was in danger, mate?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no! <laughs> yeah, please, please, great just give comeback. me my test." But, you should yeah. have gone nasty and just be like, "Gee, a lot of opportunities for career advancement." In, uh, <laughs> Tested 17-year-olds are good, mate. Turns out there's a bit of a glass ceiling in uh, driving <laughs> yeah, testers. Turns out getting into the ground floor and hitting the top rung is uh, just about the exact same as a driving uh, tester. Do you know what I had to do? This is a little... I thought this was quite humiliating. When I started work at Brumby's Bakery, mm. they made me wear a badge that had a huge L plate on it um, for the first six months of work. 
Same at Donut King. And I was, I was like, hey, listen, um, I know how to sell a croissant now. Could I, like, take off this L plate? And they're like, we don't want customers to give you a hard time. Mate, I was the opposite. I kept that L plate on for, like, a year. Because yeah, I was like, I was like oh, this is, this is a free pass. If you're uh-huh. particularly hungover one day, just whack the L plate on and forget right. how to speak. Yeah, and customers are like, can I have some bread? And you'd be like, can you go fuck yourself? Sorry, my first day on the job. <laughs> I don't know how to, do- I don't I know actually- how to talk to people normally. I actually... um. The, to wrap up the learning to drive segment yeah. um, so I was driving a Murray and it was really in like my first one to two hours of learning to drive I was in an automatic at this time hadn't gone to nice. the uh, was still in the uh, the classic Volvo Sex C90 um, <laughs> but we're driving around and I was like doing quite well so mum was like oh do you wanna like what I don't think everyone's called it a sex C90 it was, well, before. It's, it's, a Volvo, it's a Volvo XC90, and we called it the Volvo Sex C90, because it was like... Mate, Volvos are some of the least sexy cars ever made. That's untrue. Their biggest thing is safety. No, what is yeah. less safe? Yeah, less wearing a condom. It's a suburban sexy. family car. Not sexy. Safe sex. Volvos. Safe sex C90s. Mate, safe sex isn't sexy. Isn't it? No. God, no. <laughs> Just let this be a PSA for everyone in yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's valuable. I think it's important. Yeah, but it's not sexy. So you think you're like you? You the don't less count it. Safe, I think the less safe the sex is, the sexier it is. What? That's why Joe famously lost his virginity in Murray. I was going to say on high like, ropes course. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm scared of that. It's yeah. not sexy. To be well, that scared. is sexy. Yes, it is. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, how can you be unsafe and not scared? So you want to be unsafe, not scared, but that sexy for you. So yeah. when are you unsafe without being scared? Oh, is it driving at like two hundred kilometers on the autobahn? So your specific dr- example. Okay, not safe. But I wasn't scared. Was it sexy? Very sexy. Okay. I felt more powerful than I ever have in my life. So mm. sex is power for you, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like basic right, psychology. Okay. It's true for Interesting. Mm. It's about love for me. So you call it. What is it? What's the line, the Mark Twain line? Everything everything is Every- about sex. Except, except for sex. Except sex. That's sex about is power. about power. Yeah. yeah. There's also that Mark Twain line, which is like, get out of here, N-word. Don't think we don't want to lean too heavily on yeah. Mark Twain. It's probably a Mark Twain show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so well, yeah. first few hours, so, yeah, we're in the sex C90, yeah. which was safe and sexy. <laughs> and we're driving. And mum goes, do you want to drive home? And I was like, yep, sounds good. I reckon I can handle it. Um, anyway, so we're driving back. We absolutely take a wrong turn and end up on Gateway Motorway. So oh, you're kidding with, me. with 90 minutes of driving hours awesome. under my belt, mum's like, Henry, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to gun it because you know how you're going at 60, 60, yeah. 60. Felt pretty comfortable with 60. And then absolutely zoom. 100. You have to hit 100. So I'm Far going out. 100 after one and a half hours of driving, just zooming also, up the Gateway, gateway Motorway. Gateway is nerve-wracking even yeah. the rest of time. I still get nervous driving over yeah. it. So I w- and then we came down Kingsford. And I think we took another wrong turn somehow and ended up in the Clem 7. <laughs> oh, no. Which, which was actually fine because there was no one else there. So yeah. it just felt like being back at Murray. Does Murray fuck? Big question on everyone's lips. Does Murray fuck? Fellas, i got to say, at the start of this episode, I didn't think it did. But all this talk about safe sex, Metro Mouse are going on. I can put it out there. I kind of feel like Murray fucks. I agree with you, Joey. Yeah. I think it's... A mud flat, an industrial skip, yeah, and a couple of, <laughs> a couple of <laughs> and a couple of consenting sixteen-year-olds out the back of yeah. a metro it, it mouse does party. Have a young erotic mud energy. flats. Hang on, mud flats, Jack. That's what you call you, it, mate. You, you hear sex and you go mud flats. <laughs> I see. That goes nothing hotter than a mud flat. I went to Nudgy Beach and came buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I see two a.m. The fish head. Yeah, <laughs> and Jack goes, uh, "What else? Can <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> what else do those gills do, girl?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I do think like where Red Hill had a sort of like loose share house afternoon route energy, this is like the clumsiest fuck of all time. But I think it still does fuck. Yeah, I think it fucks. The Zach's Bistro thing bore yeah. me over the line. There's like Legit, that whole conversation made me go, oh yeah, I reckon it fucks. But that's a lot for just one small Italian bistro to carry on its fucky shoulders. Like yeah, there's the true. there's the argument that learning to drive doesn't really fuck. No, Pe- it kind of does. No, L plates, L plates kiss. P's fuck. P's finger. No. Uh, red red peas fuck. No, I'd say green. I think green. Green's I think both peas fuck. I think both peas do fuck, but I think green peas fuck more readily. I think they're two peas in a pod in I, which they're fucking. I yeah. think red peas <laughs> wish they fucked. 
Red peas do fuck, but they want to fuck a hell of a lot more than they are. I fucked on my red peas. I'm not asking well, about whether you personally you, fucked on your red peas. I'm saying do the peas and if, you, and if you rub it in our faces it's again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's one for you, Henry. So did I. Like, I assume we all probably did. Like, oh, well, you see him right. But, <laughs> but for the purposes of the bit, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, let's not assume too much on the show, fellas. Come on. Come on. Oh, but yeah, I think Murray fucks. The other thing, and bringing it back, yeah. there's only there's no high school, there's a primary school, which means it, I don't think it's a very family suburb. True. Oh, That's my okay. other thing is Murray doesn't give me a settle down with the kids vibe. Also, as Jack told us earlier, the median age in Murray is three years younger than Australia. So mm. it, it trends towards being a younger suburb That's naturally. 3% hornier. Yeah. Oh, as so as we know. That's science. True. Actually, no, because if the median age is something like 51, it'd be like 6% hornier. Yeah. It is like substantially hornier than the rest of Australia. I, I don't I see know. doubt in your eyes. It, well, it's just the warehouse thing, and I don't know if the warehouses fuck, mate. Do warehouses? You finish fuck? a yeah. big shift at the warehouse, and you know what you yeah. want to do. True, you yeah. want to fuck. Yeah, Jack, that was the most autistic. <laughs> well, that was Jack yeah. Hardy understands class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you finish a shift at the warehouse, and you want to fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah, Jack Hardy, it's everyone. Just what you do. That's that's me having never oh, worked a day of hard yeah. labour in my life and just assuming yeah, you, I'd want to fuck at the end your of it. Grueling shift at Donut King and want to. Oh, you know what I want to do? Fuck a donut. Yeah, mate, Why not? I was nineteen, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. We're fucking. We're fucking. <laughs> oh, I'd, yeah. I, oh, I'm so on the line because I'm thinking about the playground being kids, but then I'm also like the playground probably was where like teenagers, teenagers hang mate, out that, in, that in the night in the you, fish. You could have had sex in the fish. I'm serious. You could have fucked in fish. Could have fucked in mm. fish. A lot of weird fetishes born in Murray. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mudflat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it fucks Henry on the line. I'm going to come down on no. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Murray does not fuck. But Jack is yes. So yeah, two I mean, to one, yes. the official stance of Unpacking Brisbane, held by a majority, Murray fucks with a dissent by Henry Bretz. No, someone said to me the other day, I didn't think DJs had to do sound checks. Fucking idiot, I should have punched him. And shockingly, that's all we have time for today because we've been managed to get an hour out of Murray, which mm. I never expected in the slightest, fellas. When it used to take me an hour to get out of Murray. And it takes Jack an hour to get anywhere. Literally anywhere. <laughs> so. But no, it's been an absolute pleasure to have Jack Hardy, producer and future housemate, on the show. Now, fellas, I want to quickly say... You guys are moving into the house early June, so we yeah. might we might only have one or two more episodes from uh, Joe's basement, and then the Caxton Street Studios might be live. Well, I, I was thinking, um, given that we're recording this episode early, uh, the episode we record next week is going to be the last one we record in the English Street Studios. Jeez. So it's a, this is the last ever suburb episode we record down here. Potentially. Potentially. We'll see, but... Well, uh, I want to set up Caxton Street Studios like the first day we have the keys. Oh, before I even move my bed in. Priority. It's literally the first thing I'm going to do is steal my dad's mic stands. These aren't even mine. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, well, yeah, guys, thanks for hanging out with Marie. Thanks mm. for enduring through a much more uh, boys energy podcast, yeah. I would say. Yeah, it's the closest we've ever come to... Not cancellation because we said crook shit, but a real, yeah, this is three guys talking about guy. We all watched Entourage last night, <laughs> so, and I think it shows. But on on that, thanks for having me, and it's, oh, um, pleasure, it's been awesome. I mean, I say it any time, I quite literally mean it. And also, I would say, like, uh, thanks for coming around, and sorry that you turned up to Joe's house thinking we'd just uh, go and buy a TV, and then Joe yeah. and I being like, oh, sorry, we realise we're really busy next week. Do you mind if we just record a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and Joe being like, like, yeah, I'm fine. On today, actually, Not fellas, at all. But, um, so sorry for holding you it's up. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Um, hope any, send in any requests, because as you requests, might have gathered from Murray, we'll do literally any suburb at this point. We're trying to push back the valley and South Bank as much as we can. <laughs> hey, boys, let's go buy a TV. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs>